Alright legends, welcome along to the show I'm your host, Rodney Stewart And we're getting on to The Zeppo, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 3, episode 13 Excellent, excellent episode This one here I had almost totally forgotten about this one But uh, yeah, it wasn't too far on it It started coming back to me And this is one where um, It's genius and the way that it's played out, I really did enjoy this one. Um, in this episode, there is this like cabal of like demon witches that are trying to bring about the apocalypse and open up the hellmouth and the end of the world in a major, major way. And uh, Buffy and the whole gang are panicking what to do, getting set up for this here. It's the, the biggest apocalypse. It's set up to be the biggest apocalypse and the biggest challenge that Buffy has ever faced. And she says herself in the show that I don't think this is, you know, this is too big for me to handle, more or less. So she's up against us this time with a second slayer and fifth. And uh, yes, the the dramatic element between all the cast. Uh, Giles, Buffy, and all the main players. Uh, Angel, he's ready to sacrifice himself just to give Buffy a couple of minutes extra time to actually try and defeat this thing. It's what they're worried about, and it does make an appearance by the end of the episode, is that giant tentacled beast that appeared in the final episode of season one, whenever the Hellmouth opens, they're getting prepared for that there, they have to face this thing again. But the genius thing is, this episode does not follow any of that. It ducks in and out of it every once in a while, but the main focus of this episode is Xander. And Zeppo refers to him uh, in the episode. Uh, essentially, at the beginning of this episode, they're fighting against these like demon witches sorts of things and uh, they beat two or three of them and because Giles has been kicked out of the Watchers Council he hasn't got the connections anymore to get the right details for these things at this point so uh, yes they're dusting themselves off Willow's there she uses a spell to this thing has its this demon witch has shrouded herself in like this misty fog sort of a deal and she uses Willow uses her magic to get rid of this mist so Buffy and the rest of them can take out this uh, witch and uh, as the fight is finished they're dusting themselves off and Xander picks himself up from underneath the rubble, he's had his ass handed to him one more time and everybody throughout the episode is like you know what Xander Maybe you should try and stay to the the back of the fight now on stop yourself from getting hurt. He's just been treated like a complete waste of space in this episode by everybody, essentially. Most of his friends are trying to protect his feelings, look after him. Like they've got his best interests at heart. But uh, it is what it is. They're, they're treating him like he's useless. And... Uh, even Cordelia gets a couple of good digs on Adam on this episode. And in all fairness, as nasty as she can be to Xander, 
he brought that all on himself. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of hard to have any, any sympathy for the guy at the same time. That's a weird place for this character at this point throughout the run of the show. Um, yes, the, the whole thing of him and Willow uh, cheating on Cordelia and Oz was just one of those things where I fall into the the category of I'm on Cordelia's side when it comes to Xander. You know what? You know he treated her like a complete nutter ass. And deserves all he gets from her. So she gets some nasty little throw-ins to him in this episode. And, you know, she is very much entitled to do that. Um, yeah. Buffy worries about his safety at the beginning of the episode. She asks him to stay out of the fight. And this upsets him. And, uh, you know, he's he starts obsessing about what he can do to get some of this cool factor that everybody else seems to have and he's talking to Oz about it and you know he's like you know Oz you're in a band that's like an automatic cool certificate and whatnot. what could I get what could I do and uh, he ends up he decides he's going to go and get a car and he gets this classic car from his uncle and this is going to be a new thing to be the cool kid on campus there's this guy on campus one morning Xander's walking through and he's trying to get these guys to throw a football at him he's just trying his best to get involved in anything that he can be included somewhere along the line a lot of us has felt that in our early days in high school like you were like a lot of us were the outcasts and uh, so you can kind of feel for him in this episode but again everything that he went through before that and everything that he'd done it's kind of hard to feel sympathy for him at this point um i think that's a good point for this episode is to try and bring a little bit of uh support and for xander by the end of it uh a student eventually throws the football but xander been xander not been the real sporty type manages to drop the ball and it knocks the lunch out of a a guy's hand, this guy is Jack O'Toole, and uh, Jack threatens to beat him up, and Cordelia makes her appearance. Having witnessed the event, uh, Xander pretty much kisses this guy's ass to not get his ass beat, and uh, yeah, she tells Xander that he's useless, and you know, he's good for nothing. Since all his friends are slayers, werewolves, werewolves, witches, and watchers, while he's nothing, you know, what have you got? You know, everybody else has all these elements that make them essential to the group, but you're just the the donut boy, essentially. Um, meanwhile, Giles informs Buffy that the end of the world is near, and these witches, the sisterhood of Jay or Ja. Uh, they're a group of fierce demons They're planning to reopen the Hellmouth We've already covered that shit um, Yes, Xander gets his cool car And hopes it will make him useful And cool But accidentally rear ends the, A car that uh, Jack is sitting on Outside the bronze 
after you know Xander gets off to a good start whenever he meets this girl who sees the car thinks it's really cool and she, she gets Xander to take her for a drive um yes what the the bronze Xander starts to realize that this girl's just one of these gold digger types that's into guys with cars and the more fancy the car the better and because this is a classic car that's the only reason she's there but uh yes after Xander accidentally drives into the, the car that Jack's on uh Jack gets out and they threaten Xander with a knife um cop shows up breaks it up and Xander covers for Jack this gains his respect and they go to get the rest of Jack's friends. And um, yes, no surprise here. Uh, this is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. After all, it's going to go to weird places. And uh, turns out all his friends are dead. And he goes to the the graveyard and pretty much does a ritual to raise these guys from the dead. And then it just gets weird and silly at this point because they're like the the real high school jock types and like you know. You're used to the, the vampires busting out of the ground in this show and they're growling and they've got their teeth out. But the, there's one guy pops up and his head comes up out of the ground from his grave and he looks up at the people around him and he's like, Yeah, dude! <laughs> you know, there's a lot of good comedy moments in this. Um, Buffy and Giles and Willow, they're back at the library researching and Giles leaves to contact some spirits at the graveyard hoping to get guidance from them uh, Xander meets Giles there he sees him in the graveyard after the this doesn't work for Giles and they, the spirits tell him to you know, pretty much slide on leave us alone, don't be asking for our help again, more or less And they, quite a few times throughout the episode Xander's getting himself in deep with these guys he's, he's He's with this guy, Jack O'Toole, that's pretty much forcing Xander to be the the driver for his gang in this episode. And once in a while, throughout the episode, Xander will go to some of the other people, such as Giles right here, and he tries to bring up the fact of what's happening, but Giles is so preoccupied with the end of the world, he kind of just brushes Xander off and just, you know, stay out of trouble, more or less, and uh, Xander turns and tries to sort things out himself in the episode. He even goes to Angel's mansion at one point, where at this point Angel and Buffy are having that massive conversation where Angel's ready to sacrifice himself buy her some time to save the world and whatnot. Just, all the dramatic elements are playing up. Every time you see someone out of the gang that's not Xander in this episode, it's blown completely up in the dramatic sense. And Xander's in the, the comedy sense. And, you know, it's, it's very well done. I thought it was very good, this episode. <clears throat> so every time this happens, uh, Jay's... Buffy and Angel, each time Xander doesn't get a chance to let them know what's happening. And uh, he even meets Willow outside the magic shop, uh, while she's getting supplies to do a spell, protection spell, for Buffy. And uh, again, she's just like, she hasn't time to listen to him, 
and before she leaves she gives him a hug and she says she loves him so the the stakes are high in this episode and uh did I even cover Oz being the werewolf? This is happening in the full moon. This episode, he's changed. He's locked up in the library in that cage that Giles has for the weapons over there. That's never, ever, at any point throughout the series, there's never anybody in the higher-ups of the high school that check the library and see this cage and it's full of all these weapons and stuff and that's never never questioned like a high school library full of like, axes and daggers and swords and stuff and it's never what the heck what is this librarian actually doing here you know but uh it is what it is um yeah so uh willow is the the werewolf on this episode and because he's right next to the the hell mouth He's going crazy in there as the werewolf his senses are up. He can sense that something's coming. The hellmouth's going to open. So there's no option but to get him out of the cage and put him somewhere else. So they tranquilize him, get him out of the cage, and they stash him somewhere else in the high school. And like Willows, do you think he'll be safe enough there? And Jay's is like, you know, anywhere is safer than here right now. So, uh, yeah. Xander, Jack and his group of friends They go for supplies at this hardware store And uh, yes, Xander's starting to panic now Because he's he's now part of the criminal element um, And he decides he's going to try and get out of there After finding out that, you know The group offers him the chance to become a full member And get initiated into the group uh, This harkens back to uh, an episode of the real Ghostbusters has just hit me from back in the day. Uh, there was an episode where there was like these dead high school students, and the, the way that you were initiated into their gang was you had to die. It was the eighties. Cartoons are a little bit darker than what they are these days, but that's the thing here in this episode for Xander to become part of this gang, he has to die. So the three members of the gang that were raised by Jack, uh, they're obviously dead corpses, the skin's hanging off them and stuff. Jack's looks fine. But uh, Xander questions us, and you know, why do I have to die whenever Jack's okay? And Jack lifts his shirt and shows these bullet holes in his chest and stomach. And he says he was killed in the drive-by three weeks prior and it was gran his grandfather raised him from the dead so Xander manages to escape, gets away from them and finds Faith been attacked by a member of the, the sisterhood and uh, he knocks this demon down with a car and rescues Faith and they go and hide out in her hotel room where she seduces him, she decides, okay, you know, I fight to get there, all this adrenaline, I'm about ready to pop, and, you know, there was no satisfaction from the kills, so she's going to take it out on him, so, yeah, Xander gets a go at fifth in this episode, and Jamie Beggar, um, meanwhile, back at the library, well, she pretty much takes what she wants from him, kicks him out of the hotel room, so he's out in the streets again, uh, back at the library, Giles, Willow, 
uh, they're getting Oz out. I've already covered that. Um, Xander realizes that Jack and the group have built a bomb. They were talking about baking a cake whenever they were going to this hardware store. And uh, after Faith kicks him out, he, he checks the bags that's in the back of his car. Whenever he escaped, their supplies were in the, in the, the car. They didn't get them back. And he realizes they're making a bomb. So, uh, yes, one thing leads to another. He decides to, and again, after looking for help from other members of the group, they're too preoccupied, so he, has to, he takes it upon himself to try and stop these guys from doing whatever they're going to do with this bomb. He doesn't know where it's at, so he goes hunting them down, finds them walking the streets, and uh, <laughs> the car that he's driving is a convertible, and he grabs one of the members by the throat and drives off, you know, dragging him along beside the car, and he's holding them up, and he's getting the information out of him. Where's this bomb at? Uh... You know, and uh, a mailbox takes the head off this guy as he's going down the street. It's a funny, funny moment. Uh, not so much of me describing it to you, but within the episode and the way that played out, it was very well done. Uh, Zander finds the bomb in the school basement, and uh, yes, he takes out two of the guys in the group um, accidentally, the first one. The second one he manages to knock down... Uh, a venting machine crushes his head. That's the the zombie element. You know, you take the head off the thing. It uh, dies. So, uh, yes, the last member, other than Jack from the the gang, ends up getting taken out by uh, these witches and uh, the sisterhood there within the school. Uh, they take out the last guy. Xander makes it to the basement and yeah tries to start disarming the bomb but he doesn't know what he's doing and uh, of course Jack shows up they fight and Xander positions himself between Jack and the exit door so that Jack has no hope of escaping before the bomb explodes and it's a standoff between the two of them uh, at the end of the episode um Jack's like, I've got nothing to be afraid of. He's like, I'm already dead. Can you say the same? And Xander's pretty much, you know, I enjoy the quiet. But uh, he's like, you know, you're dead. Your version of being dead is walking the streets and partying with your friends. Uh, this thing goes off and you're going to be dead, getting scraped off the floor by the janitor, sort of dead, and it looks like you're ready for that. So, uh... By the end of the episode, you've got the countdown going there on the bomb. It's from the last 10 seconds. We get down to about two seconds, and Jack disarms the bomb. And, uh, yes, Xander then, you know, he has the upper hand of Jack now. He's got no fear of him. And he walks up, and he's like, I don't think I ever want to see you on campus again, Jack. And calmly walks out. And, uh... Jack, he's goes to another door to leave, and he's like, "You know, I'm not going anywhere, pal." More or less, and as he opens the door, the werewolf version of Oz jumps out, attacks him, and obviously kills him. So the next day, uh, 
the bruised Buffy, Willow, Giles and Oz are sitting at the table and they, the camp is discussing how they saved the world from destruction and uh, how nobody's ever going to know what happened or how close the world came to ending. And it was genius throughout that last sequence in the high school where they, the two stories are split completely in half and coming up towards the end of the episode you're starting to see more of like well throughout the entire episode you're seeing more from Xander's perspective than anybody else's and you're only getting small little elements from Buffy and Jay's Angel, Faith, Willow in the episode and uh, yeah that last sequence where Xander's getting chased through the school and he's trying to take out these zombie this zombie gang that Jack has raised and every time you pass the, the library, the, the Hellmouth has obviously opened. This sisterhood has been successful in opening the Hellmouth. And you're seeing little elements of that fight between the Slayers against this giant demon that they've been worried about. And, you know, something as simple as, you know, they're running past the library and then the door bursts open and Buffy gets thrown across the, the hall and she gets up and runs back and screaming, you know, Faith, go for the heart, more or less. So you don't actually see how they beat it or what happens. You just see them fighting this tentacled beast once in a while. But uh, yes, uh, Xander comes to sit with them at the end of the episode and he's like, you know, can I help you out with anything? Can I grab you some donuts or whatever? More or less, just dropping into his normal role of what he always did for the gang and uh yes Oz is like no I don't need anything I'm oddly full this morning so he, he's obviously eating Jack as a werewolf and has got no memory of it um yeah uh Xander not knowing anything of their battle and them not knowing anything that happened with them uh after a few seconds of talk Xander decides to keep his Night long adventure to himself, uh, aware that his friends will never believe the story, no matter how he tells it. And as he walks away, Cordelia once again appears to give him another few taunts and whatnot about how useless it is. And Xander just smiles at her and walks away, uh, quietly secure and confident in his place in the world, and realizing that with or without Buffy, he can survive on his own. It is a great great little episode but the, you know it's, it's one of those stories where they the hellmouth opening and this demon coming up you would kind of like to have seen the other side of that story play out but to do it in this way where it's just like the secondary thing to this other little story of Xander it was very very good very genius I enjoyed it a lot um, yeah this is a far better season than I've ever given it credit for. You know, I've said it before, uh, after the, the strength of season two, season three had a huge boots to fall. And when I was watching it the first time around, I don't feel that I give it the, the chance that I should have given it back in the day. Like, you know, life was different then. I was a lot busier than I am right now. But uh, sitting down to check it out now, I'm absolutely loving this series so uh yeah great great show that's gonna do it guys hope you enjoyed it i will 
talk to you again on Friday evening with uh, another little review of Friday the 13th. Uh, I think this one's part 5, a new beginning. So uh, I'll talk to you then. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.